Hey, look out! It's the Waste and Safety Compliance Podcast, the hope for the hyper-regulated, where we unravel the regulatory mysteries of the legions of acronym-odious agencies who want to keep you perpetually licking their tall leather boots. Our goal is to help business owners and managers like you to overcome the EPA, DOT, and OSHA compliance obstacles through knowledge and understanding, breaking the circle of fear by putting the rules into plain English. The Waste and Safety Compliance Podcast is brought to you by Echelon Environmental. I am your host, Ron Harvey. Hi, this is Ron again with Episode 6 of the new EHS Manager Survival Guide. But first, we're going to have to have a little disclaimer. The general information presented here is for educational purposes only. This presentation is intended to offer a broad degree of general guidance for EHS managers, but following these instructions will in no manner assure your compliance with the regulatory requirements. Your needs may extend beyond the scope of this series of discussions, so you are encouraged to get professional assistance with specific regulatory issues if needed. At the end of this discussion, we will show you how to get in contact with Echelon Environmental and get access to the Quick Compliance Assessment. There, you will learn some of the common issues that the regulators love to pounce on if they drop by for a friendly visit. Thanks for watching. So, Episode 6, your first fact-finding mission. But first, let's review a little bit of what we talked about last week, because in Episode 5, you learned the importance of digging into the history of, of any non-compliance at your facility, and how, how that's really, really important to know. Um, we told you how to go and find any kind of written plans, existing EHS documents of any kind, and because those are, uh, you, you don't have to start from scratch that way, hopefully. And in this episode, we're going to take you on your first fact-finding mission into your facility. What you're going to need to do when you do this is to put on a fresh set of eyes because you're going to be looking at your facility in a brand new way, ways that you've never looked at it before. Um, so what we want you to do is to take another tour of the facility and visit each of the operational areas again that you uh, visited the first time. Hang around for a little while this time and, and take a look at what's going on in each of these areas. Um, if someone asks what you're doing, um, tell them that you just want to see what other parts of the company are up to, and you're, you're just curious, basically. You want to know what's going on. Tell them that you heard about some of the interesting stuff that they do. Kind of see if you can puff them up a little bit, make them feel good, or, or you know, brag about them a little. That, that's always a good way to uh, get on somebody's good side. Now, I, I, want, I want you to be sure that you're not going in there right away with a microscope and saying, okay, we're going to analyze every little move you make. Wrong approach, okay? Um, at this point, you're really just trying to familiarize, uh, familiarize yourself uh, with the things that are happening at your facility because these are what the regulatory people are going to be looking at. 
if they ever show up. You're trying to get a larger perspective of the different operations that are happening um, because it's, it's so important to be able to look at an operation and say, oh, they're doing this and that's okay, but they're doing something else and that's a regulated activity and maybe they're not doing it okay. So you, you, you really need to be able to look at, at, a, at the big picture of, of what these folks are up to at the different places in your facility. And you, you, you're going to fill in some of the details of the big picture that you started out uh, initially with. And you're going to begin to assemble what you uh, need to know about your facility. Now, this time out, I want you to take notes. But you have to do it right. Um, because um, you, you're going to be looking around at everything. You're going to want to write a lot of stuff down. But you've got to be a little bit careful. Um, you, because, let's see, uh, you, for each uh, section of the facility, you want to uh, find out what it's called by the people. Because when you tell your boss, oh, down in this area or that area, uh, there's something going on that we need to pay attention to. Okay, you need to know what to call each of these areas. You might already know. Great. If you, if you don't, you, you're going to have to learn uh, how, how each of these facilities are, are referred to. Now, you don't want to walk in there with a clipboard, okay? Um, I like to use a small notepad. It's, it's about half the size of a normal piece of paper, just, and I tuck it right into the small of my back so that people, so I can kind of hide it because uh, basically anybody that walks up with a clipboard, they're going to look at you very suspiciously. Um, and uh, the notes really don't have to be detailed at this point, just an outline of what's happening in the different operations for each area. And, and when you're talking to them, don't have your notebook out and, you know, like you're taking, you know, like you're scribbling down little notes about what they're saying. Um, make notes when nobody's watching. When you move from one facility to the next or, or one part of the, the operations to another or, uh, you know, you can, you can take out the notepad real quick while you're walking around the, the corner or wherever, go to the bathroom. Because, you know, people are going to get suspicious if you're just kind of writing stuff down and you know, like secretive little, little scribblings, that's not going to go over very well. Now, what you want to do is you need to identify the key personnel at your facility because they can be very helpful. Um, ask if you can meet the supervisor um, for each area um, and introduce yourself because uh, when you get there, they may just be some of the guys that are doing this thing down there, but they may not be the people in charge. Um, you're you're going to want to know who the uh, who, who the person in charge is, and you want to be friendly. That's really the most important part. You know, ask how long the people have been there. Um, what you know, what other kind of work they've done in in the facility. You you really need to begin to build a rapport with the people that you're going to be uh, <clears throat> supervising, in a sense. Uh, that, that's, it's really important. So all you want to know right now is the name of the people that, that are in charge of these areas. Uh, you'll need these folks to be cooperative uh, later on. And you really don't want them to be distrustful of you. That is very important.
And when you get there, um, if the person in charge is busy, don't bother them. You know, call back later, drop by. Um, but you, you know, you don't want to barge into their, you know, normally busy day and and just kind of upset things. Just just fine. If you have to walk away, come back later. That's okay. You'll get to you'll get to come back. And for God's sake, don't tell them that you're in charge of safety. Okay, <laughs> don't tell them that you're in charge of anything. If, if, if the person in charge um, asks you while you're there, uh, tell them that you want to just uh, talk about that later. Um, you, you, you're going to have to be a little bit evasive, really, because um, you, know, you, you don't want to tip them off that you're going to be scrutinizing everything they do from now on. Okay, That's a really bad way to get things started. And, uh, and if the supervisor or somebody else there can can do it, uh, have them, ask them to take uh, take you on a little tour of their area. Um, if not, um, you can take a walk around yourself. I'm sure, um, as long as you don't go into any places that are dangerous or anything, and uh, and see what they're up to. Just get the big picture of what they're doing. Later, okay, if you do get the uh, the name of the person, um, you can send them an email. Thank him for taking the time to walk around, that you learned so much, it was so interesting, and that he's doing great work. You know, a little flattery uh, can be very effective. Now, you're going to need to ask questions at the same time that you're trying not to ask too many questions, okay? If you get to meet the people on the floor, you, you really want to be genuinely interested in what they're doing. Um, because, you know, people can sniff out a phony uh, pretty quick most of the time. All right. Um, you want to learn the major operations um, that they do as part of their everyday work, because those are the things that the regulatory people are going to be interested in if they ever uh, do get to drop by. Um, ask if they've had any other jobs. Um, uh, pardon me, if they do any other jobs on occasion. Because that's a that's a big deal, actually, because um, non-routine um, activities uh, can generally be the most dangerous because they have to do strange stuff like um, maintain the machines um, or if there's any tanks, you know, like uh, big chemical storage tanks around. Ask them if they have to clean those out once in a while. Uh, those are the kinds of, uh, you know, kind of prying just a little bit. Um, to uh, see see what in the world that they're actually doing there, okay? And you, you want to take kind of a mental assessment also of the general attitude of the people that are, that are there. Uh, you know, are they glad? Are they happily going about their busy day at work? Or are they obviously just grumbling, rah, 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 um, about everything and anything? Um, because, you know, these are, uh, these can affect how safely they operate and whether or not they're going to obey any of the rules. So th those are important things to know. And also uh, just generally, uh, you know, assess how, how uh, neat the area is. If it's clean, if it's, you know, everything's in order, or if it's just a big old pile of stuff thrown everywhere. I mean, those are, those are big factors in terms of safety and compliance, believe it or not. Okay. So uh, you, you want to look a little more closely um, this time than you did last at some of the things that are going on. Um, what machines are being used? Uh, that's really important because machinery, all sorts of machinery has regulatory uh, issues. Um, what kind of equipment they're running? 
chemicals. Uh, you, you definitely want to uh, get, get a handle on what kind of chemicals they're using there because those are always regulated. You know, what the people are doing, just the different activities that are going on. Um, whatever you think is, you know, could potentially be either a safety uh, uh, issue or uh, a regulatory issue, just kind of, you know, just look, ask, and, and, and take some notes, you know, when you kind of uh, walk away. And, uh, and that will be very helpful in getting you started in really understanding what the regulatory requirements are. But you don't want to be nosy and you don't want to get in the way, okay? Just be friendly, genuine, and ask them questions. You know, let, let, let them tell you what they do. Don't, don't go in and start asking them, hey, do you guys do this or do you do, you do that? Let, you know, let them explain. You know, it's, that will engage, you know, uh, uh, foster some engagement with them. Um, so uh, let's review some of the things, the big issues that we just finished talking about here. Episode 6 of the EHS Manager Survival Guide. We've learned one that you that you need to take a second tour around the facility to 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 really begin to sharpen your focus uh, about what uh, what's going on. Um, you need to get the name of the people in charge at the different areas. That's like I said, really important because those need to be your allies. Okay, and you want to be gen uh, genuine, friendly, interested in what's going on um, around the uh, facility. Ask questions, take some notes. Those will be important in the next session here because we're going to begin to really assimilate what it is that makes compliance click at your facility. So thank you very much. Uh, I hope that we're getting there. Um, I would like to say again that I, I apologize for the uh, gap between uh, this uh, session and the last episode. Um, that's just the way life gets sometimes, doesn't it? Um, but I'm going to pick it up here because I want to get this done because I've got some other really interesting stuff that's coming up uh, soon. And I want you folks to know about it because it's actually built for new EHS managers. All right. Well, thank you very much. And I hope you have a wonderful tour of your brand new job and um, and begin to uh, begin to really bring this picture together because it, there's a lot of stuff we're talking about here. I mean, this is a big job. You guys can do it. Just take it one step at a time. Okay, thank you. Take care. Are you feeling overwhelmed by inconceivably complex and constantly changing environmental health and safety responsibilities at your facility? Do you want to feel confident that you're doing this very important job well? Are you working without a net, with no instructors or support that you can turn to as you struggle with questions about the regulations? Can you tell the difference between a PEL and a POS? There is hope because the EHS Manager's Facility Compliance course is coming to the rescue soon.
This in-depth course is unlike any other regulatory compliance training out there. You will get plain English explanations of the EHS obligations that your business faces every day. We will cover the OSHA requirements for workplace safety, the EPA rules for waste and chemical management, and the DOT regulations for hazardous material shipping, and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration's boundless mandates for CDL drivers. There will be no fluff and no nappy time during this extensive course. You will be handed just the nuts and bolts and tools you need to keep your facility in compliance. Please stay tuned because the EHS Manager's Facility Compliance course is coming to the rescue soon. Compliance. That is what the regulations demand. If you don't know which rules your company is subject to, you're like a sitting duck and the regulators can bag you like a bully taking candy from a child. Your best defense is a strong offense. You need to learn the regulations and put the appropriate compliance systems in place. But I would not recommend you go out and buy copies of Titles 29, 40, and 49 of the Code of Federal Regulations and start reading. It is almost guaranteed that in one hour you will be more confused than when you started. Honestly, the only way you can find your way out of the regulatory jungle is to follow a guide. Echelon Environmental has produced a quick compliance assessment for managers like yourself to help you get a firm grip on the tools you need to get the job done. It is available only through this link echeloncompliance.net forward slash QCA. Echelon is spelled E C H. E-L-O-N, that address is echeloncompliance.net forward slash Q-C-A. Take the assessment and learn the 19 common compliance mistakes that most businesses make. Protect your business. Protect your people. Protect your bottom line. Go to that link. It will be the most important 15 minutes you spend today. EchelonCompliance.net forward slash QCA.